Welcome to another edition of Oh No Not Them, the show where formats don't matter. There is no plan. And it's all bullshit anyway. Come along for the ride. Here are your hosts, Eric, Jim, and Bill. Yes, you do fucking talk too much, and that is a problem. Yeah, like it's only me. Yeah, it is you. We never had we never had two hour shows before Miller showed up. That's true. That and last week's show was less than an hour in something. The last show you weren't here. Oh, that okay. Was, yeah. That makes sense. I understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> oh boy, well, oh, boy, boys! Oh, boy. I I updated the uh, the deep dive list. Oh, good. I put poison on there. Yeah. And each of us now has a pen sitting down here. Yay! So if we need to write oh, oh, things. Can't find, there it is, Bill. Now so we now we each have a pen, and none of you bastards get my good fucking pens. You get the shit. I just got a free 24-pack of pens from Amazon. Well, thanks for donating. Yeah, thanks for donating instead of making me use mine. Dick. Oh, because pens are just so goddamn expensive. If you buy good ones, they are. You know what? Buy them. Pens are pen. Nobody buys pens. You just get pens. He's not wrong. If no, no. If you oh. if you do the type of work that I do, you have certain pens. Like I need red, and I need a nice fine black ink as well. Got you. So. I have a speci- I have a specific type of pen I like. Fucking pen snob. About it. I am a pen snob. I need, I need the reds. I need the nice finer black. I know thick black. Thick black and no good. No, <laughs> thick black and no good. And a finer red too. <laughs> Cause that way I gotta I gotta draw circles. I gotta draw circles. I can't I can't have big fat circles. It'll you, look like Jim's gut. Whoa, yo, yo, just use like a pen cap or something. Just like you used to put a cap. No, 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 dude. I remind me when we go up. I I gotta show you the little tool I have. You got like a compass shit. You're gonna show me your little tool. Yeah. Oh, well, I, 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 I have like a potty. I have a sten- I have I have a stencil. That's specifically for like telecom yes. stuff. Yeah, it's got the symbols on it for an anchor and for a splice oh, and all this other shit. Lord. It's a piece of plastic. Yeah, bought this motherfucker on Amazon, almost thirty bucks. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> it helps him draw shapes. Yes, I would have gone on just eBay and got a used one. I, you know what? I tried looking for like, like height sticks before the company sent me a set. Uh-huh. I had bought a set, but the ones like the ones that I got that that Sean sent me that that my company sent me yeah are like three hundred and fifty bucks. Oh boy, yeah. Mm. The, the the yellow ones that are on the porch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That one, those are like three hundred fifty bucks, and they sent me the the company sent me those. But before that. I bought a set off of Amazon, right? And I looked I looked on eBay trying to find used ones. Couldn't find used, like of the Hastings E30s or E35s. Uh-huh. So I ended up buying a fucking surveyor's rod. Oh, dear Lord. Like super heavy. And that was a hundred, because that was the cheapest of them. <laughs> I'll show you that. That's how, that's, I, that's my spare. Oh. If, if something happens to my, my good Hastings. But those were only 150 bucks, whereas the ones like that the company sent me were fucking 350. Yeah. So when Randy's when Randy got the job, my boss, oh, do you need height sticks? I could send you a set. You fucker, you never sent me any. Oh. And then 
And he's like, what, what, do you want a set? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking two days later, I got $700 worth of height sticks all <laughs> delivered. <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, before we get going on the, uh, talking about this album and some other things that we're going to talk about, I was at the gas station yesterday, um, and the girl that works there, Magnolia, she brings up Nike is now in like they have a new ad campaign for their um, spandex lines. Okay, and one of the ads features amateur wrestlers, <laughs> right? And let's just say that if you you know what a singlet looks like. Tights. Yes. Yes. The standard Tights. wrestling uniform. <laughs> you know, okay, so essentially you can see what religion the dude is wearing a singlet, right? Mm-hmm. And Magnolia's like that, you know, about saying shit about the, uh, about how tight the, the singlets are and this and that and the other thing. And I say, okay, that's all right for Nike to put these fucking ads out. But if I see a chick walking around in tight yoga pants, and I ask who called the tow truck. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Well, yeah. Yeah. You can't talk to an ad. Look, if you happen to see an ad, right? Uh-huh. If you happen to see an ad, I don't know, like for Pizza Hut, right? And the girl in the ad, you know, is a little bit, it has a little bit of a toe. All right. You can yell at the TV all you fucking want. All I, right. I saw a good meme. Today. What if it's? Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we go any further with this, where you're going? What if it's a heftier woman and she got a moose knuckle? Oh, no difference. <laughs> no difference. It had it had a corner of a table. It said when you bang yeah. your toe into the table, <laughs> you know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, there's no, there's no difference. There's no difference. A toe is a toe. <laughs> I think I sprained my taint. <laughs> You no, know, but you can yell. All, you can yell small, at the, you can yell at the TV all you want, or print ads all you want. If you go to a wrestling match, uh-huh. right? No one's yelling from the stands. Nice dick. Nobody's <laughs> doing okay because they're gonna be escorted out. And depending on on the wrestling match, you might have to call Chris Hansen. I mean, you can't be doing that shit. Oh <laughs> dear God. God! All right. So yeah, there is a difference between yelling at an ad and yelling at somebody in a food court. Don't think I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Clue Jim in. He's fucking lost. I don't, I don't know. What, I don't, well, I don't remember the specifics of it. I just remember. You didn't. No, no, he didn't. You did. No, no. The more outspoken member of the quartet. Oh, no. Oh, shit, Robbie. <laughs> Was this at the concert? Yeah. Uh, Robbie pointed out a moose knuckle at the fucking, at the wind creek. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Robbie, you know what? I, I thought Robbie is no filter. Zero. Yeah, and it's. <laughs> you think I'm bad? <laughs> Rob, Robbie makes me blush. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'll be honest. I don't remember exactly what he said at the elevator, but I kind of moved two steps to the left. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you should have been you know, the fucking elevator ride. <laughs> 
It was like a, it was like a mini episode in the elevator. Oh. <laughs> I'm bitching at Robbie. I'm bitching at fuck. Randy was the only one who didn't get bitched at because he's like, I'll wait for the next elevator. <laughs> but what are you bitching about? Well, dude, but the fucking balloon heads I got to deal with. <laughs> well, the elevator. We all get in the elevator, all right? And the door does not close. Now, to be honest, I was worried it was me because I was the one right in front of the door. Okay. And if I was hanging over at some point, trust me, I know it's my gut. <laughs> and I, so I'm looking at my feet. I'm looking down. I'm just trying to make sure. So then I decide to look over to him, and I say, well, push the fucking button. <laughs> now, you could possibly, all the buttons were lit in this thing. So it was like, uh-huh. it wasn't the button. Well, the guy next to him starts pushing the fucking button. <laughs> right? And I forget what, and I, he said something back to me. I was going to say something about, I'm going to kick you in the knee and I'll get off at six and run and you'll do nothing. <laughs> but we were just having this moment. And I just said to him, you know what? You're going to fucking walk home. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he says, it's my car. I said, do you have the keys? He lifts them up. I said, well played. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the elevator is just laughing their asses off. <laughs> yeah, it was a good... A- Good, uh, good times. Because you would think it was scripted what we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you would think this shit's scripted too. <laughs> but uh, so, hang on. Okay, since you're outnumbered two to one, Jim, let's talk about your your uh, experience first. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did a boo boo. Every time I ever went to a show, there was either you or Bill or whoever. I always. Parked down there in that parking lot next to the 7-Eleven and walked to the Brewworks. Right. And ate at the Brewworks. Okay, yeah, you were at the PPL Center. Yes. Right. The last time we went to the Brewworks, it was a fucking shit show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what? Jimmy likes Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh-huh. My dad can do Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings before the show. So we left town around quarter after four, got to Buffalo Wild Wings, five o'clock. And it was slow-paced. You know, we each had a beer, except Jimmy. Um... And uh, took our time eating, didn't feel rushed, got our check at 6.30. Show starts at 7.30. Jimmy, how long, Jimmy says to me, how long do you think it'll take to get to the concert? I said, 10 minutes. We'll be there in 10 minutes, right down the road. So we leave Buffalo Wild Wings at uh, 20 to 7. Uh, 10 to 7, I hit the traffic on 7th Street. Jesus Christ. Uh, Not moving. Gotta go like six seven blocks yet not moving my dad is making sure to remind me every two minutes that all i see are lights hey uh, traffic's not moving jimmy how long did he say it was going to take us to get there i i like your dad well this is constant it was like the fucking you know all the little lights aren't twinkling no shit so i'm getting fucking aggravated because he just won't he won't let it go he's reminding me every five minutes then then it hit me I'm normally already there. I've never gone into it right before the show. I'm usually there two hours early. Fuck me. So I'm like, okay, well, you know what? My game plan was I'll go down to Hamilton, I'll turn left, go around the block, and hit a parking garage there. Right. And honest to God, when we got two blocks away from the PPL Center, it was... The right lane and the middle lane that were stopped because everybody in the middle is trying to get in the right. And it ain't fucking happened. That's why we weren't moving. Yeah. So I get on Hamilton. I make the left on the side street and I sit in fucking traffic again. Not fucking moving. Yeah. 
Now it's 7.30. I could have sworn there was an opener, but no, it was fucking Toto. Uh, and we're sitting there, and I moved literally like two spots with the next light because everybody's turning left like I want to fucking turn. And at the end of the block a little bit, I saw a big P on the side of a building. I'm like, I wonder if that's a fucking parking garage. Huh. So I saw a lady in a Nissan Murano pull in. I said to my dad, I said, I'm going to wait and see what, what happens here. And it's literally a block from the PPL Center. And uh, whoop, she goes in. Son of a bitch. So I get in the right-hand lane. I pull up. I turn in. And she's sitting with the gate closed in front of her. Then the backup lights come on. Oh, Jesus I'm Christ. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Now I got to back out onto this road that's loaded with fucking traffic. I had to wait for light to turn. Three or four cars went. I was able to back up. Now I lost my spot in line to turn left. And I'm in the right-hand lane. Fuck it. I start driving. Middle of the next block, fucking parking garage. No fucking way. I pull in. It was that fucking crowded. There were only like six or seven spots left. I parked on the fucking roof. Uh-huh. But when we came out, we came out on Linden Street there, a half a block away from the PPL Center. Nice. Uh, we got in there. Of course, Jimmy had a piss for like the 10th time. We got in like a quarter, quarter to eight we got in. Um, went to the table. Got myself and Jimmy a shirt. Walked back with a bag. I said to my dad, I said, well, there's 100 bucks gone. He goes, for what? I said, two shirts. You're fucking crazy. I said, well, that's what it is. And yeah. I, I spent uh, $14 on a fucking pounder of beer, and there you go. I spent $114 before I even got to my fucking seat. Yep. But we had very good seats, uh-huh. uh, which was weird. I didn't notice this when I purchased them. I was actually... You can only get into my aisle from one side because the gate for the tunnel where they come out onto the ice was on my left. Yeah. So you couldn't, I, if we had to get out, I had to walk through all the fucking seats. Mm. But we were, so we were eighth row, uh, stage side of center ice. Uh, we got to see eh, 35 minutes of, of Toto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy got to hear Rosanna in Asia. He forgot he knew Rosanna, not Asia, uh, Africa. Um, they played until 8.30, which I figured they would. And I said to them, I said, I said I'm said, i pretty sure Journey's going to come on around 9. And uh, they did. They, they came on at 9. I was surprised. I was really, really surprised that the third or fourth song they played was Don't Stop Believing." I really thought that would have been, you know, saved for the end. Yeah. But like I said, it was, it was early in the set. Mm-hmm. It was like third or fourth song. Yeah. Uh, I tried to go live multiple times, but the fucking thing cut me off because it was just, I guess everybody was doing it. That it couldn't handle yeah, the that, signal service. I had the I had the uh I had the same issue. Um one thing that I thoroughly and, and it was funny, Jimmy's like, I only know like three journey songs, and then every song comes on. Hey, wait, I do know this one. Oh, I know this one too. Oh, I know this one too. Um when you saw them, yeah, they played two really deep cuts that freaking surprised the shit out of me. Like if you weren't a journey fan, you wouldn't have known these songs. Okay. Uh Walks Like a Lady. Yep. When the drummer sang. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I'm, I was shocked to hear that. And uh, Dead or Alive. Yeah. Off of Escape. Yep. I'm like, if you didn't know, but uh, yeah. yeah. If you're not a Journey fan, those are going to, those are going to kind of uh, pass you by a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But uh, like when, when I saw them in Philly, it was a fantastic show. Um, I personally thought Toto was better than Journey. You know what I didn't like? I didn't like Neil Sean dragging out every single fucking song with guitar solos. That's Neil Sean. He he 
added so many songs. I even said this, and my dad's like, why are you bitching? I said, because he could have played more songs if he'd have stopped fucking playing half the time. Well, that's Neil Schoen for you. And then and then he had his own guitar solo, too. I'm like, he already had a fucking, he had a guitar solo at the end of every single fucking song. It's his band. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. But, yeah, they played for uh hour and 45 minutes. Yep. They got done at quarter to 11. They yeah. came on at 9. They played straight through. Um, they didn't have a break at all. I mean, other band members came off because, like I said, the drummer sang that that walks like a lady. Neil Schoen had his guitar solo. Kane had his keyboard solo. Yeah. So yeah, it was no, it was a really good show. They were uh, it was the first concert my dad went to in a while. He had a really good time. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. We, on the other hand, <laughs> had a fucking night. Oh. Well, so the it starts off the the lobby doors for the event center open at 4.30. The event center opens at 5.30. The show starts at 6.30. Mm-hmm. So we decide we're going to go down and we're going to play for a while and we're going to um, we're gonna eat and then we're going to go to the show. Right. Um, I don't know. Did you play at all, Bill? Yeah, I did. I lost $60. I lost 200 Whoa. I lost. I had three hundred set aside to go, but my fucking dog had other plans. <laughs> yeah, I, I only <laughs> I took. A, I, that picture. I only took a hundred. Well, and I, the slots were not nice to me. I fucking. Oh. Look, the, the thing is, the that money was set. It was you know the basket where I sit, right? Yes. It was stuffed down in the basket. The fucker pulled two fifties out of there and ate them. Got expensive taste. <laughs> and my neighbor almost got a dog without me opening the door. <laughs> but yeah, I was. I planned. When you a- sent that picture. I couldn't fucking believe because I'm scrolling through, and he's the first thing I saw was I'm gonna kill this dog. And Brian and Rob were my counter guys were there, and I'm going through my phone, and then he sent the picture. I went, holy shit! And they're like, what happened? And I showed him the picture. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the fucking dog ate two fifties. Um, <sighs> but. Yeah, I planned on taking three hundred bucks because I don't just I, I I go to the table, right? I went to play three card poker. I got the shit kicked out of me. But it was all, it was also rough there because there were so many. It was packed. It was yeah. well, I don't think the it was, tables it were wasn't, packed. It wasn't so much it was packed; they didn't have everything open. Oh, that was the other. thing. There was right. so much that was closed and so many machines that were down. Yeah, that, see, that was the thing too. Is a lot of the machines were down. Wow. Um. So we went. Randy, Randy lost two hundred bucks at the slots. Um, oh, I lost so bad. Um, oh, you know when to say when. Well, no, I had to say when because fucking this guy. Come on, let's go. <laughs> no, I. Well, you went. You no, I. T- I didn't say. I said. Well, well that's what. I, that's the inflection I got from the text. It was with te- I said because fucking Robbie come and find me. Yeah. Uh, hey, what, what are we doing? Okay, let's fucking meet up. So we go over. We just hit the food court for something to eat. Yeah. Uh, don't forget about what you said to Randy as before I got there. Well, the denim jacket. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking no, it was, that was to Robbie. Okay. Randy hadn't got there yet. Um, so me and Robbie are standing there where like where you uh, go to the food court. We're waiting for Bill, right? And uh, there he is. Oh wait, that's another fat guy with a denim jacket. Oh lord. <laughs> And the guy heard me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, the guy heard me. He just shakes his head. Yeah, so, yeah, we yeah, we didn't, like, we, I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go and spend a whole bunch of money on food because I just wasted yeah. fucking yeah. 200 I'll have, bucks. I'll candle. have nachos and a hot dog. 
Oh, oh no, I got fried rice mm-hmm. and and uh, a sushi roll. That was twenty three bucks. Yeah, Come and, on. and I got I got the wonton soup and a sushi roll for about the same price. Yeah, and then Robbie shows comes over with his apple crepe with an apple crepe after. Well, he had already eaten a fat fuck. <laughs> Rob Robbie's a tubby. He has blub blub too. We're all blue. We all have blue. Yeah. So we were all just sitting in a food court for a while and just, you know, looking at the scenery and you could tell who was there for the show and who wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell what band they were from. Oh, hell yeah. Well, you could tell what band they were there for because you had the old school thrashers. Really? Well, the the old school thrashers were mostly there for Exodus and Anthrax. Yeah. That's what I was there for. But I wore my black label shirt. The white trash. The white trash. Um, they were there for black label exclusive. Oh, that's that's not much of a lie because strangely enough, that crowd thinned out after the black label. In the front, uh, I'll in I'll front. Tell, I'll tell stories about that, which is weird. Really? Fucking. Uh, so we get in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, we, I get in. Well, he gets in. I forgot to download my ticket to my app to my Google Wallet, uh. and at that point, there's no fucking signal. So I got to go back out to the metal detectors and download my ticket. And Robbie's technologically impaired, so he has to do the same thing. And everything's like a funnel. It's like it starts out big and then funnels down to small. Yes. But then go funnels back up to big. Well, I'm sitting there like, did I lose them? They were right behind me. What the hell? So finally, I'm like. Oh, Jesus. And I'm looking in the venue. I'm looking all. I'm looking. Randy just said, oh, a balcony. Goes upstairs. He's done. You know? And <laughs> yeah. I'm looking all over for everybody. So finally, I just, where, where are you at? Is it, they're not even in yet. So I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, that was like that, that, that time I took Bella to the aquarium and the fucking person pulled her aside. But we, but the thing is, we made oh. it in. We made it in. Oh, yeah. It was way before the way show. Way before the show. And that's why I printed, I printed my tickets. Well, we, you, you can't print these anymore. It's a, it's a, um, it's a moving picture. Oh really? Yeah, yes. it's a it's a it's a barcode that has a thing moving across and it. changes. The barcode changes as you look at it. Yeah. Huh. So then we get in there. Uh, Robbie goes to the floor center. I go more to the floor left. You go to the balcony. Yeah, I, I ended up on the balcony with Randy during Exodus. Yeah. Um. So we all like split up. Yeah. yeah. But then I run into fucking Devin. Devin Smith. Okay. Yeah. My Snacky John's kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the weirdest part is he recognized me. I didn't even know who the hell he was. <laughs> and yeah, he, and he turns to me and goes, you're here with Eric. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm like, who the hell are you? What is-? And, <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't even go. I wasn't even up on the balcony yet. I was still standing with my buddy okay. uh, Brian. <laughs> I, I ran into my buddy Brian Willingham down there. Mm-hmm. And we're standing right in front of the fucking, right in front of the, the soundboard. Just okay, en- know enjoying the then. show. Just enjoying the show, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go see if I can find something to lean against. Yeah, I and mean, I was I was up pretty far. I'd say like seventh row for Exodus. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I mean, I fuck it, I had a great time with Exodus. You were on the other side of the mosh pit. Exodus is always I, the mosh pit was on the right side of the stage. It seemed, uh, no, which was weird. It it moved. It, it moved. It seemed like it was mostly on the right side, though. Yeah. So I I was not in the mosh pit, but I was next to it. Um, yeah. Exodus is always really good live. Oh, fuck. They're, they're a fucking great band live. And I, I loved it. They opened the show with the beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> yeah. Great fucking opener. Yeah. Um, and they did Bonded by Blood. Did Bonded by Waltz. Yep. Um, excellent show. Yeah. Uh, Exodus, you know, still throws it down hard. Fucking Zetro still still oh, can do it yeah it's fucking amazing um, especially, especially all those guys look yeah i swear to god the, the guitarist 
the or bass player, whoever it was, he reminded me of Penberg. That's the one, the, the one you know what I'm talking about. The guy playing he, the yeah. guy playing the James Hetfield signature. Yeah, he looked almost identical. Yeah, he lo- he does look like Penberg, but um, you know the drummer is the last original member of the band. Okay, really? Because even Gary Holt's not an original member. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gary Holt came in. But just before the second album, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. But um, yeah, the, the first lead singer died. Yeah, Paul Bailoff yeah, yeah. passed away, and then Gary Holt came in on guitar, I believe, on the second album. So the drummer is the single mm-hmm. original member of Exodus. Wow, with them. But Exodus, uh, the only pro- the only issue I had was the mix was a little fucky with Exodus. I thought I thought it was fine. From back where, where I was at, where I was at, it was fine. Yeah, back and, where I was at, it was it, the, the the mix was a little and, fucky. And they were uh-huh. they, and they had that crowd fired to fuck. Oh up. yeah, Ex- Exodus can whip a crowd into a frenzy. Yep, and then. Black Label Society. Oh, I got stories during Black, Black Label. Black Label Society took it down a bit. I don't remember a pit happening. You're, a bigger you're, one. You're not going to get much no. with, of but, that with Black but Label. But again, after that, I moved up a few more spaces. Uh-huh. Right. Because things... Well, the people that were right in front of me, uh, four guys were smoking dope, but three people in front of them got escorted out. And then a few other people get as kept getting. I don't know what the people were getting escorted out for. We'll get to that later. But I don't know why they were getting escorted out. We'll get to that during the anthrax portion yeah. of the show. So now for you're up, you're up near the front. Yeah, I'm back because my back. I'm near the back because my fucking back and my knees. Okay, so you're not on the balcony. Me. No. Okay. Um. Okay. You know. So I go when you walk into PPL Center, well, or not or PPL Center, Wind Creek. Uh, Wind Creek. You yeah. walk into the event center. There's that little seated section right at the back, right? Because you had the how close I was for Black Label. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Fuck. But, you know, there, there's that little seated section right there. Yeah, I vaguely. I was only right ever be- show Right behind points. the salad board. Yeah. So I go up and I ask the security guard. I said, are these seats open to the public? No, you need a special ticket to be here. I said, it's just a fucking question. Relax. Oh, my God. So I go and you know I'm standing there watching, and you know now I'm kind of back away from the steps, but near the back of the arena. Mm-hmm. Now I go down to the railing behind said seats. Yes, and I'm peeking through the curtain, right? Mm-hmm. Same fucking bitch ass security guard comes up to me. You need to keep that curtain closed. I said. Then you need to go fucking tell him the same thing or shut your fucking mouth. Oh dear lord. How come he didn't get escorted out? Because I'm not wrong. <laughs> Honestly, the people that I saw get escorted out, and I'll talk about this during the anthrax thing, but they, they got escorted. I don't know why they get escorted out. I just like would see security like like pointing people out. Then some people come through with some flashlights, say, you come with us, and they're gone. Yeah. Um, well, I saw, well. I said, the guys in front of me were smoking weed. It wasn't, it, it, it was, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't, it's no stank weed. It was good weed, too. Well, I smelled it up in the balcony. You know, it, oh, there, there was during so many Exodus people. Too. There was so many people smoking. I smelled, I smelled it in the balcony during Exodus, too. But then I, you know, I sat and just kind of, I, I kind of meandered around a little bit. Yeah. And for about the last half of Black Label's show, I went over to the right side balcony. Yeah. It was, it was not empty. But I made my way clear to the front. Mm-hmm. 
I kept looking for you. As as you as if you saw the pictures, you see how close I was. Yes. For Anthrax. Yes. And that's where I ended the Black Label. Um. So that and that I got the I got the bird's eye view of the people getting escorted out. <laughs> yeah, you would have seen everything because they were. That's the way they ship them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also got the bird's eye view. I almost I I was about to mug a dude uh, that got the. Uh, Oh. That bought the Zach Wilde signature guitar. He what? He Zach uh, Zach Wilde and Scott Ian and I think Gary Holtz were doing a thing on are doing a thing on this tour where you can buy a stage played guitar. Oh my! Signed, you get a personal meet and greet. He signs the guitar. He plays it on stage, and you get to take the guitar home. Yeah, but the problem is, it's like three grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love. I mean, I would love to have. I would love to do the Scott Ian signature V. You know, just because it's Scott Ian, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, one of Zach Wild's Wild Audio guitars. I would love to do that, but it's three grand. But I was right, right where the dude was coming out from the backstage area with the Wild Audio guitars. Oh lord! <laughs> yeah, um, I, I could have cold cocked him and made a run for it, but I decided I'll be nice. I wonder if he got it home. Oh, I'm sure he yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, the Black, Black Label Society, I'm no more of a fan than I was. I really, honestly, if there was any part of the show I really didn't care for, it was that one. Yeah, they were, they were, I thought they were really good. They were good. No, they were good musically. They played all the, you know, Suicide Messiah. Um, Stillborn. Stillborn. The only thing I, w- I would have liked to have heard is Bleed For Me. I wouldn't hear Concrete Jungle. Or, or Yeah. I didn't hear that one at I, all. I would have liked to have heard Bleed for Me. But, man, the fans that were around me, I didn't need to know the lyrics. They all knew them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's like, this is... It, but, but that, yeah, it was... It was, it was and, but that's why I noticed the speakers were fake. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, the dummy cabs. Yeah, they're oh, not... Because yeah. they're not moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, they played, uh, they played In This River, mm-hmm. which, you know, that was... Uh, that, that mellowed w- the whole place. It really did. Yeah, it brought everybody, it brought everybody back down. Yeah. Um, but Black Label fucking killed it, man. They were, well, they, they were yeah, fantastic. I, I can't, I can't. And I mean, it was kind of funny that I saw, as soon as I saw him putting the throat drops in, I'm like, ah, oh, Snowborn's next. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, because I know how that song starts. He's like, he needs to get ready. Yeah. Uh, and then I, then we got to the main event. Yeah. And then a lot of black label people, and I mean a lot, left. I, but don't get... but To the point where I moved there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was next to the stage. We, You remember at Croc Rock, we were right in front of the fucking stage. Yeah. But we were also marching. <laughs> but, yeah, well, at but one now, point, yes. But yeah. now, the fucking crowd may have thinned out up front and allowed you to get up front. Yeah. But the floor did not thin out at all. I have never been to a show at Wind Creek that was that full. Wow. Okay, yeah, I didn't even know what was going on behind me. Oh, dude, it was insane. All I know is that, like, as soon as Black Label stopped, like, all these people with Black Label stuff on, like, just left. Yeah, a lot of the white trash left. They just seemed to leave. So it's like, well, all of us just moved up. Yeah. Well, a lot of the white trash... Move to the back. Yeah. Figuring, we'll let the Anthrax fans have fun. Right. Um, because, let's be real, um, and I love Black Label Society, and I love Zach Wild, but they attract a certain element. <laughs> <laughs> they, they attract a certain element, um, which is, okay, you, it is what it is. Yes. You, you've, got, you've got a lot of fake bikers. 
Yeah. A lot of real bikers mm-hmm. and a lot of, you know, a lot of people that, uh, how do I put this gently and not have to fucking edit it? Just say it. Fans of Pantera. Oh, I thought it was going to be something about meth. That too. Because the, the, <laughs> the woman and the guy next to me. Uh-oh. No, no, no. First off, okay. It was a weird aesthetic. Um, she Okay, she was wearing a tank top with no bra. Okay. 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 But honestly, and I should have wore some support, something. I don't, you know, I don't care if you got two little people in front of you holding them up. It's like something there. But anyway, she also was uh, very short haired. Okay. Yes. And, and like had like the riot girl lipstick on. Right. Right. Her boyfriend, husband, hell, I don't know. Dealer. Brother, brother maybe. I don't know. She looked a little bit like you, except gaunt with the beard, but like gaunter, and it was all blonde. Okay, I, I, I mean he he looked like he looked like he had just been taken out of like a POW camp. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I'm at least chubby, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, you and, know I'm well fed. Yeah, yeah, and they and they were together because he was holding her around the waist. The fucking POW like the whole time. It was just that it was like this sickly thin. Yeah. Like, he never had a good meal. <laughs> but I know you have money because you got tickets to this. Correct. Yep. Cheers yeah, at it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Eat another hundred. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, but I mean, as I said, but all that whole group just left. So now, now we get to the main event. Now we get to Anthrax. And as usual, and I've seen Anthrax many, many, many times. Yeah. They fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. Anthrax is unfucking believable live. Yeah, I, they are they you know what I said this I said that I said this before. They are easily in my top 3 live bands I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. They, and they got more stage and they know what to do with for this show. Yeah. Holy and, shit. And, and you know with the vantage point I had and my kind of unobstructed view, mm-hmm. I got some great shots when everybody was on my side of the stage. Like I was on Scotty inside of the stage mm-hmm. the whole time, so I'm like third. I'm literally like thirty feet away from Scotty in the whole night, and get great pictures. Frank Bello comes up and he's fucking playing yep. to the crowd, and I got some great pictures of Frankie. The only guy I couldn't see was Charlie <laughs> behind the drum okay. set because he was behind the drums because because uh, fucking. John came over and played on our side. Uh, uh, Joey came over mm-hmm. and worked with us a little bit. You know, it, it, just a fucking amazing show. They opened the show. Open with fucking Among the Living. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. And right into Caught in a Mosh. Holy Christ. Yes. And, you know, Anthrax played everything you would want. You, you would think they would play. They played fucking antisocial. They played... Uh, I am the law. I am the law. With, with the red and blue stage lights yep. flashing. Yep. Wow. And, it, I mean, and honestly, I would have had them alternating. Yeah. They had them flashing at the same time, so it really kind of blinded the fuck out of you. <laughs> but, yeah, they. I mean, they played so much good shit. And I, I got to hear Joey Belladonna. Mm-hmm. Sing only I saw you live, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, how's this gonna go? Fucking Joey did it, man, yeah. and and 
Joe Joey's vocal style is so much different than John Bush's. Yep. And the writing style was mm-hmm. so much different. But like Scott said during the show, you know, the their fortieth anniversary was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But the world went to shit. So they've been doing this 40th anniversary tour now for two years. Yeah. I think we actually, we did one of our deep dives for Anthrax. For, on their 40th on anniversary. Their 40th anniversary. Yeah, yes, we did. did. Um, the, the first deep dive we did was Anthrax. Was it? Yep. Yes, it was. Oh, wow. Yep. And, and you then know, Bill said, we should do Kiss. Yeah. And you guys, then you hated him. Yeah. And he hated himself. But during the, okay, but during Anthrax's set, from my vantage point, I got to see all the shit Bill was talking about with people getting taken out. Yeah. I saw at a minimum six dudes get taken out, hands behind the back, fucking two security guards escorting them no out. No shit. Be- and Bethlehem PD waiting. Come on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what the fuck they did. No, because it's it seemed from what I kept seeing was you'd have a, you'd have a security guy in that middle section between the stage. Correct. Just would point to somebody, right? And would point to somebody. Next thing you know, you have two people in black with flashlights coming through the crowd. Right. Grabbing them, come with us, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I couldn't tell you what they fucking did. I was right there. Yeah. But, yeah, I watched it the, because the, like, the, the you're coming with us exit yes. was right where I was standing. Jesus. And I, like, I'm literally leaning on a rail. You know, what, where the rail that they have to move to get people back to get their fucking guitars that they bought. Yes. So I'm moving constantly. And Anthrax's stage manager is standing right there. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, like, I talked to her for a minute. I'm like, yeah, this is like my fucking fifth or sixth time seeing Anthrax. These guys are awesome. And yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like. Thank you for a great show and whatever. The only problem I had where I was sitting was the fucking nitwit that was you know, playing drums on the railing <laughs> and not, you know, tap, tap, tapping away. Bang, bang, this bang. motherfucker is wailing on this railing as hard as he can. <laughs> I, I look back. I'm like, dude, really? Would, will you fucking stop? Yeah. <laughs> now, what I... I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any problems, but I got the witness of fucking interchange in front of me. Oh, this one. Okay, this went on most of the show, right? Okay, so you got this fat tub of shit, with I'm guessing is 15 or 16 year old daughter. Okay, and it's her first show. There's a a guy next to her in a denim jacket, and it's also, from what he said, his first show. Okay, they were like next to the railing. I was behind them. Okay. Right? So So you were like second row. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Belladonna is throwing picks out like wildly. Right? Yes. I have anthrax picks. They're nothing special. You can get them on eBay and or you can get them you can just buy them online. They're not like You can buy them on anthrax yeah. and none web of, store. And none yeah. of the and none of these were even stage played picks because he was taking them off the mic stand just tossing them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well he goes he tosses one like in between this girl and this guy. Right? The girl, the guy, and the father start fighting in front of me for this pick. Fighting. Right? Jesus. They're on the ground, just just like tussling over this. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm getting a better view now. Right? Uh-huh. So the guy in the denim jacket puts his foot on the pick. And he won't move it. The girl is trying to move his foot. You know, the father's trying. Get so, the fuck so out of here. So finally, the father says to the security guard that 
this pick is for his daughter, and he won't get his he won't get his foot off, right? Yeah. The security guard makes him move his foot, picks up the pick, hands it to the girl. Oh, <gasps> right. The guy in the denim jacket flips off the security guard. Now the security guard's boss comes out. All tough guy. What's your problem? I don't know what was said. He walks away and then comes back with another guitar pick and hands it to the one in the denim jacket. Oh, dear Lord. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Right. So. He, and also, she be- got my pick. Well, also, before this even started, I should even go back after um, Zach Wilde played and everybody moved up. A couple drunk people were next to me and they start talking to the girl. Right. Oh, boy. Now, the guy didn't say anything wrong. Okay, because I heard because he was he was drunk talking, which made him louder. Yes. Basically, he was just saying, I love Zach Wilde. Do you like Zach Wilde? Oh, Zach Wilde is awesome. Are you a fan of Zach Wilde? Like that. The father turns around. You say one more fucking word to her and I'll not pop you right in the eyes. And it was a very sanitized like it wasn't like I'll knock you to fuck out. I'll you know, I'll make your head meet your shoes. (laughs) It was like, I'll pop you right between the eyes. It was, and he's like, and now these guys are behind me, just like being dicks, like, what the fuck's problem is, fucking guys. It's like, it's like, oh, just. Sit. I honestly felt there was this little devil popped on my shoulder, and when the lights went out, to smack the guy in the back of the head. <laughs> oh, oh, I know this little devil was on my shoulder. I'm like, don't do it, don't. You can get away with it, but don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good because I know he would. But anyway, so now later on the show. Um, Joey looks at the girl and is like, you know, yeah, he's mouthing, did you get a pick? And she says, no. So he gets another one, hands it to the security guard. And I saw that and gives it and the security guard gives it to her. I'm like, oh, well, now you got fucking two. And each <laughs> one, the father's looking at, look at the pick, look at the pick. Right. Then later on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Later on. Um, they just start throwing the fucking picks out. Right. Right. Did you get one? No. Why not? I didn't, I didn't even fucking. Well, I could have. So the picks get thrown out. Fat guy gets a third one. Right. Another pick lands right between my feet. Right. Mm-hmm. I look down. I see it. Fat guy kicks my foot out. No. Right. And puts his foot on it to grab it. At that point, I want to say, you got fucking four. Are you fucking happy? And you didn't? No, because I, oh. at, that, at that point, I just wanted to fucking leave. Yeah, because honestly, and I was I don't want to sound like an asshole, right? I know Joey's a Vikings fan, but this guy with an Eagles hat was next to me. Oh, and he kept pointing at him and with the hat and like this. It's like, oh, fuck you, Joey. You know, (laughs) it's like you're a I know you're a fucking Vikings fan. I've seen the documentary. Yeah. But, you know... But that was the only, like, negative, if anything. Oh, they closed the fucking night with Indians. No Yo, shit. shit. Yep. Oh, they you remember that pit? Oh, it was... Yep, and that pit was... Yeah. Yep. A fucking amazing show. Um, I, you know, they, they're they going to finish this tour, and then they're going back in the studio to finish up a new record. Wow. And they said, we'll see you in 24. Yep, and the intro... Before the show was all these, it's been the documentary, all these people talking about yeah. Anthrax. And it was funny who got, like, Chuck D got a huge pop. Yeah. Mustaine got a huge pop. <laughs> Torrio got booed. 
uh, by my section, and they were yelling, sell out a cup. Yeah, oh, yeah, Bob God. Trujillo. Yeah, Robert Trujillo and, from and Gene Simmons got the biggest booze. Oh yeah, <laughs> holy! Oh, they shot on Gene. <laughs> they shot on Gene, but uh, yeah, there was. I mean, I've never been to a bad Anthrax show. Oh, me neither. Um, just my God. And then let's get to uh, leaving. <laughs> so we, we go to leave. Oh boy, Robbie's eating again. <laughs> Now, 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 Robbie went and got some fucking lo mein. <laughs> lo mein. Yeah. What time is this? Eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Jesus around that, yeah. Christ. Yeah. So Robbie goes. So we meet Robbie. We meet up with Robbie. He, Robbie texts me that he's at the food court. Yeah. So I let Randy and Bill know. I'm the last one to show up because I'm all the way up front. I got to make it through. Meet yeah. at the food the court. Fucking yeah. crowd. We're like meet at the food. I'm like meet us at the food court. So there's fucking Robbie eating again. <laughs> His blub blub needed it. So we're sitting there, you know, Robbie finishes eating, fucking just uh, enjoying some downtime after the show. Yes. And then we go to leave. Now, we parked, since we went to the casino before we went to the show, we parked in the casino lot. Correct. And and, and Mr. Know-it-all here parks on, like, level seven. Yeah. I park on, on, on the roof. I always park on the roof. You- always. <laughs> Even when I work, I don't there. know if it would have been a bad thing either way. No, it, it was, wouldn't have. It was... Trust me. Um, but even when I worked there, because uh, Bill had said, "Well, you should have parked on level three. I said, "You can't. That's the employee lot. That's the employees parking." Okay. Well, you used to work here. I that was Robbie. That was oh, Robbie. That's right. It was that. Robbie. I didn't say that. Shit. You used to work here. What yeah, you used to work no, here. I said count. as we used. were go as we were going up, all the cars were turning at like level four or five, and as I and I'm like, oh, we're still going. We're still going. We're not going to park here. What's no the purpose of parking on the roof. I always park on the roof. Even when I worked there, I parked on the roof. Okay. Because it's less crowded. Okay. It was. We got to park right next to the door. Yeah, but the problem is when we went to leave. Yeah, you got to let everyone else get out in front of you. And there's the casino lot where we're parked, and there's also the event center lot that has to leave out. Or actually, the two Mm. event center lots that need to leave out. And the show is sold out. (laughs) Capacity, standing capacity for the Wing Creek Event Center is about 4,000. And... It was every bit of it, I would mm-hmm. say. So it took us just to get off of the parking structure. One hour and 16 <gasps> minutes. Well, that's that's not as bad as the time me and you parked at the PPL garage that time. Remember no. That stupid thing is set up. You got one going up and one going down, and you got to wait for everyone. Wow, it wasn't, didn't take that long. It took us an hour and 16 minutes to get out of the parking garage. Holy it was it was fun. We, we kept ourselves podcast entertained. Yes. We should have been recording all that shit. We, gee, Jesus Christ. We should have. We were just you know, a- you, I'm going to get one of them little fucking Zoom uh, portable recorders to take with us on these adventures. Because I can cut the shit in, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, we, we do need one of those. Um, but yeah, it, such a fucking good, good time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, I'm the the only thing that that I wish is I wish I wasn't fucking broken down. Yeah, I wish I didn't because I'm sure I would I could still make it. It's just I don't want to chance it because if I need to get out of somewhere, I want to be able to get mm. out of there. Yeah. And if I'm in if I'm, you know, up right at the front of the stage, it's going to be a bitch for my fucking broken ass to get out. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so 
I, I don't know how much how many more general admission shows I got in me. <laughs> and I'm good uh, as long as I go near, near the pit. I'm fine as long as I'm not near. I mean, I don't want to. And I didn't get kicked in the head this time. Yeah. But it's a bonus. Yeah. Oh, always a bonus. Fucking no taint to the face. Amazing show. Thank you for uh, thank you for going with Bill. I appreciate it. Oh, you. I mean, that's just. I mean, I loved it. I had so much. And, and that was that was that was that was my Christmas present. All right. <laughs> that was my Christmas present to Bill. Would have been my Christmas present to fucking Jimmy too. But I know, no, I know. It was my and uh, you know it's always always a good time. Uh, Robbie, Robbie, we ha- always have fun with him, you know. Yeah, he asked if I would give him a foot massage. Or what? Wait, uh, what was he wanted a foot massage? Yeah, and I was so I said a hundred dollars. And Randy said he would have done it for ten. <laughs> oh <laughs> Lord! <sighs> yeah, woo! But yeah, oh uh, good, good times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm keeping my eye out, my eye out for the next uh, good show. Yep, around. Because, no. well, I, I know Zombie and Alice Cooper are coming mm. to. Yeah, I, I'm there. I, I'm, I, had a, I had a chance to see them once before, and I really didn't. Do you know, I, do you know when they're playing? That's that's opening weekend of the hunt. Is it? Yeah. Um, well, I won't be going. Yeah, that's... Um, the next one that I'm kind of looking at so half is Pantera and Lamb of God at, at Mohegan. Mm. I wouldn't mind that. Um, I think that's August 6th. I wanted to go August fifth or in Hershey, which is a Saturday, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna be playing a celebration of life on that day for Doug's brother in law. Okay, so that obviously takes precedence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I have to figure out what weekend we're going up to cabin again too, because it's either the first or second weekend in August. Yeah, I'll have to figure that out. But we'll have to figure out uh, the next uh, the next adventure. All right. All right, you got something in front yeah, of you, yeah. Bill. Yeah, I two things. One, I, w- I just wanted to rant a little bit up to about Ooh, a, a motorcycle. I got a good rant too. That uh, that split the lanes on a curve between a semi and a utility truck. That's fucking dumb. And then, and then, when the utility truck driver got pissed off, the biker made it seem like it was no big deal. Right? Oh. I, I was behind all this. I'm like, holy shit. First off. Where was this at? Uh, right at the corner of Willowbrook and Ray Street at that turn. Oh, shit. Yeah. He, he, the biker turned in between a utility truck and a semi in the middle during the turn. Let me guess. Crotch rocket. Yep. All black, too. Yeah. But the second one, I have a new invention. Oh, oh dear, God. dear God. No, no, no. This, now, come on. This is a good one now. We had a problem with a thermostat. Uh, <laughs> where the batteries went dead. Okay. Okay. So I got to thinking, right? You know how in smoke alarms, the smoke alarm beeps okay. when the batteries are going dead, right? Yeah. To right. save your life. Yes. Well, what if they had beeping batteries that when they got low enough in voltage, no. the batteries the, themselves... The battery can't beep. Where are you going to no. put a speaker on a fucking battery? It's, it's, how about you just make the thermostat beep? No, 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 no. The batteries, because then you can put them in anything. Your remote. That would be... Right? It's, you know what? That, then, that, now, that, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on. I, I can see where you're going with this, and I might be on board, because... What the, if you put the batteries in wrong? The, the Martin... Uh, the Martin? Yeah. I went... To check the battery in it last night, and it's dead. 
And it's a good thing I checked it before practice. Oh, boy. Because we're, we're test driving the new PA at practice this week. Yeah. And I figure we can call them beeperies or, or meeperies because maybe they go meep, meep. Yeah. As, and, then, and you talk about a speaker, right? Look how small speakers have become. How, how minuscule and tiny they are now. They're small things, right? Did you hear about the new invention? This is now. This isn't a lie, for help with constipation, right? Okay. It's a pill. You set in a, a charger to charge it up, and you swallow it, and it vibrates through your system. Oh dear God! Come on. Yeah, it, co- it they cost sixty nine dollars a pack. I'm not making that up. It's to help with constipation, so if they can do that. Oh my God. Well, no, I'm not there. It's like making a milkshake in your ass. No, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't. No, I'm, it's not like a fucking Harley engine vibrate. Jesus Christ. But still. It's a little pill this fucking big. But you put it in the charger, and when it lights up, you swallow it, and it vibrates through your system. Yeah, but how do you, you get, get it a- back? Well, how do you think you get it fucked up? I'm back? not digging through well, that. No, you don't get it back. You get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you just get rid of it then. You don't try to use. It's not reusable. You get a pack of pills. Who's going to sanitize that? Nobody. That's why you just let it go there, through. There's some cheap motherfuckers that will. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But it just vibrates through the whole system. Shit through you know? a strainer. <laughs> you know? I mean, if they can come up with that. See? And you laugh about an idea like that. That's the kind of shit that I come up with. Batteries with speakers. It could work, man. And then you, you know, you're, so you're sitting there, right? And you're, and you're, beep. Oh, shit. Something's going dead. Better find it. You know? Yeah, but then, what, then, yeah, yeah. What happens if you're like, if you're like most of us, and you have a fucking multitude of battery-powered <laughs> devices in any given room of your house? It's bad enough when you gotta find okay. a bad smoke detector. Well, then, well, then you have this companion project where where it's like a a little device you have that can detect where the beeps coming. We from. We can just make an app. Yeah, uh, yeah. Make an app. There you go. Make an app. Make a an battery app. app. Battery app. Batter up. See that? There you go. Batter up. There you go. Okay, that's it. Million dollar idea. Call me. We'll get this shit straightened out. You need to go on Shark Tank. (laughs) (laughs) Cuban would would buy it. Oh, my God. And and, and like I said, it works so well. I mean, it's just a little speaker and a battery. Beep. Cuban would buy in. I got a little (sighs) rant of my own. All right. Why is it that every time you go to get prescriptions at like a CVS or a Rite or something... People think that's the fucking checkout as well. Like, you're there to get your script. Don't go shopping all the way through the fucking CVS. Show up to get your one container of pills and pay for 15 fucking items while you're there. Then don't put cash registers at the fucking chat at those pharmacies. You got to pay for your pills. Do it all together. Or, or you could do what I do. Mail order. No. Whoa. Drive through. Oh, I didn't think about that. I can't do that. They do have a drive through in Northampton. I get mine at a hospital. They have, well, they have a drive. I use the CVS in Schnecksville. Yeah, CVS in Northampton does have a drive through. So does the one in Schnecksville. Didn't even think about that. See, look, you solved my problem. Ruined my rant, but solved my problem. See that? See, problem solved, Bill. It wasn't a problem. You just are impatient to old people. You're ageist. 
Well, you know, and then they got a million fucking questions, and they're not about the fucking scripts either. No, it's about, this one said buy one get one free. It should be deep. This one says this. This one says shut it. Take your fucking pills and go home. That is somebody's grandmother you're talking about. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, she could be a kindly old lady. She could be on a fixed income, and that you know that fucking free two dollar item could be the difference between her eating real food and cat food next week you know how i can picture doing that shit hey, my dad my bad. dad would do that shit eat cat food no that oh okay i'm sorry i lost the conversation mm. <laughs> <laughs> wednesdays are the worst <laughs> oh lord <laughs> All right, let's get to the main event. Yay! Uh, ding, yay! Ding, ding, ding. I got mail. Yay! Yay. Um, this is going to be the first in a series of single album reviews. That uh, some of it is from us, some of it has been crowdsourced. And if you have a suggestion, we invite you to hit up our Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, I got a suggestion. <laughs> uh, I got a problem solver too. Um, <laughs> drive through, <laughs> yeah, drive through. Um, could be drive by. <laughs> but um, oh, if you have Lord. a suggestion on an album that you would like us to review, feel free to drop us a line on our Facebook. Um, we are, and no, no, no genre is off limits. We will, we will, and I'm saying this. As the biggest music snob in the room, we will review anything you guys want to throw at us. Don't want your if you don't want your feelings hurt, <laughs> be careful because I'm going to review it honestly. <sighs> but that being said, the first album we are going to review was suggested to us by my good friend Dennis Ringler. Uh, Dennis's favorite band is Slayer. And I can't argue with that. And Dennis's album that he would like us to review is the wonderful album South of Heaven. Mm-hmm. Now, a little bit of backstory on South of Heaven. It was released July 5th of 1988. And this is the second album that was produced by Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he he did Hello Waits. He produced Hello Waits. And then he produced South of Heaven as the next record. It was mixed by Andy Wallace, who's gone on to do so many great things. He just did the he did the latest Ghost record. Um, oh, he just did uh, Gojira's latest record. He just finished up uh, the new Avenged Sevenfold. This is the guy. He comes up to Stroudsburg. I was going to say, is this the guy up in Stroud? He uses a studio up in Stroudsburg. Yes, he uses Soundmind to do his uh, mastering. And his final mixes. Uh, Andy Wallace, one of the greatest fucking... He's become one of the greatest producers in heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and this album, it peaked at number 57 on the Billboard charts, believe it or not. And in 1992, in the United States, it was certified gold, which means it mm-hmm. sold over 500,000 copies. Yeah, they. I, I read somewhere that Araya said it was a slow burn. Yeah, it was a slow burn. And this album, um, it was a lot of it. A, a lot of it. Uh, Carrie King, believe it or not, wasn't happy with a lot of this record. Correct. Wow. Uh, 
and at the yeah. time he had just gotten married, just moved, so he was kind of disassociated from the whole process. Mm-hmm. So this is largely a Jeff Henneman record mm-hmm. musically, mm-hmm. and if uh, Dave Lombardo's drums are really pushed up front in the mix, yes, very drum heavy mix, which became a Slayer tra- uh, a Slayer trademark, um, and you know it's it's a fucking great record. Let's get into it. It um, is. It is. I, I can't believe when I read that uh, people were mad that it wasn't as fast as Hell Awaits. I'm thinking, how much? <laughs> yeah. This, this album, listening Ooh. to this, this took me back to high school. Yeah. it. Li- I mean, I was transported back to high school. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with you because yeah. oh my God. This, is really the era, this is really the era when I became a Slayer fan, too. Um. The first, it opens up with the title track, South of Heaven. Yes. Um, music was by Jeff Henneman. It's got that iconic opening riff. Yeah. Okay. That iconic intro, which they kind of repurposed and reworked a little bit later on. Yeah, and it starts it's, out really slow and it yes. builds. Yes. But that opening riff, they kind of repurposed and reused that and reworked it a little bit later on on Dead Skin Mask. Mm. Okay. A B the A B the intros to those songs. It's a sim- very similar riff. Okay, and the lyrics are written by Tom Araya on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, there's so much fucking goodness in this album. Um, Je- Jeff Henneman's guitar solo is killer. Carrie King's is it's a, it's a Carrie King solo. You can tell Carrie's solos pretty much anywhere, and. Um, it's it's just so, it's a great way to start a start a record. It's heavy as hell, you know. Um, just that opening that opening dirge, you know. Yeah. Once once the drums come yeah, in yeah, yeah. and the lyrics come in, an unforeseen future nestled somewhere in time, unsuspecting victims, no warnings, no signs. Oh God, it's it's I fucking love this song so much. Yes, this, is, this he he wrote this he wrote this. This was his imagination of what hell would be. Yes. This is, this is his perception of it. Mm-hmm. Before you see the light, you must die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, and, and, you know, it's, it always, it always met, uh, I found it strange. You know, they, Slayer has all the satanic imagery and darkness in their music. Yes. Tom Araya is a fucking devout Catholic. Yes. <laughs> You know, yes, yeah. The album cover to this is also, I mean, yeah, the clock towers that all have the Slayer logo on them, yeah, the devils around the big skull with the upside down cross going through it. Somehow, um, I don't know how physically that would have happened, right? But, but it beautiful, the, album uh, cover. yeah, the out the cover is great. Um, it, I mean, Slayer's album art has always been fantastic, um. Some of it's a bit. No, I loved all of it. All right, I I, I love all of Slayer's artwork. Um, it, it it I I just think it it really fits the imagery of the band and what the band is trying to put out. Uh, the next song, probably my second favorite song on the record. I Silent Scream. The fucking drums in this mm-hmm. thing. Oh my! Dave Lombardo is a beast. Isn't they he? come right at you, right out of the gates. That's you know, I remember first. You know when I was listening to this, that's the first thing that hit me. Fucking drums. Yeah. And yeah. then and then the content. 
Well, it's got the. Well, I mean, you, you've got coming out of South of Heaven. It's got just that dissonant yep. dissonance ringing yep. out. Yeah. And then silent scream pops right pops in. right in. And like you said, it starts out. You, just, you got that little shimmer sim, that yep. little symbol shimmer. And it fucking right at you. Uh, this one, the lyrics once again are Tom Araya's, and the music was written by by uh, Jeff Henneman and Kerry King. Okay. And this is kind of Tom's take on the abortion issue. Yes. When I started, li- when I'm listening to this, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, is this? It? And I'm like, oh my god, it is. Well, the bridge gives a, the the bridge is all you need to know. Yeah. Life preordained, humanity maintained, extraction, termination, pains, agonizing, stain, embryonic death embedded in your brain, suffocation, strangulation, death is fucking you insane. Yep. And keeping... Well, embryonic death embedded in... Yeah. 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 I don't have the lyrics and I don't need That's the lyrics I in front I know. of me. I just... Yeah. I don't need them. <laughs> um, but yeah, Silent Scream. This is probably my second favorite song on the record. I I, I, I couldn't even honestly this is one that I couldn't even rank any of them because I so enjoyed listening to this whole album yeah. oh yeah yeah I mean there wasn't a single bad track on it I, it's a spoiler for me there ain't a single bad track on it for oh, me I agree with you this is this yeah. is the first time I think I listened to this beginning to end in a long time me too and I was like I just it took me back and I was like I remember listening to this and I remember me and me and Rob having those discussions about the songs on this album and how I love South of Heaven. It was my favorite track at the time. Yeah. And that hasn't changed. You know, I don't think it's changed. Well, South of Heaven's not my favorite track. All right. Um, next, we get to Live Undead. Another Tom Araya lyrical masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of fucked up that they have a song on here called Live Undead. When they released an EP earlier called Live Undead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Live Undead's a great song. Um, it, it's, it, it's about... Becoming the undead, becoming a zombie. See, I was I was wondering yeah. if it had to do with being buried alive as well. G- kind of, sorta. Because when it says about you know the walls close in on me, nailed shut, but my, my eyes, eyes still, still see. see. Uh, severe anguish as my body evolves, the pain of life after death it resolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's whoo. Yeah, this is like what would happen? What what would you be feeling if you're turning into yeah. a fucking zombie? Yeah. It's pretty badass if you think about it. Um, it, it it's you know some wonderful Tom Araya imagery. Yeah. Laughing as you eternally rot, searching, searching for, for human, human flesh, flesh and, and life's blood. <laughs> Live yeah. undead. Yep. Yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, cool. Jim, Jim printed out the lyrics to everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm cheating. Oh, no, that's no, it's, okay. No, it's not cheating. Hey, it's, I, it's, I, it's preparation. And I, 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 I give you the clap. <laughs> I'm not much of a lyric person as much as I am just sit and listen to music. Yeah, well, to tell you the truth, uh, Monday and Tuesday, I listened to the album twice. Jesus. It's not a long album. It's only no, it's like, only 35 it's only, minutes. Yeah, it's, it's, no. yeah, but when you put that extra fucking credit shit on me. Well, no, and then, and then Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, I re-listened to it. Mm-hmm. While reading the lyrics, yeah, to go along yeah, with it. This is this is actually one that I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be searching out to own on vinyl. I want this on I, vinyl mm, somehow. Nice. I will find a way. It it it's. Uh, I'll I'll check out Discogs. I'm sure somebody will sell it. Yeah, fuck. Maybe Haggerty has it. Maybe maybe Hag, <laughs> Hag can hook you up. Um, but dude, this I mean, Live Undead is such a killer song. Yes, and it's another one that starts. It's a slow burn. Yep. And that like it's um, 
it just ends up so fucking violent and fast. Mm. You know, it's Slayer goodness. Mm-hmm. Next is my favorite track on the record. Right. Behind the Crooked Cross. Aha! Mm. I fucking love this song. I have loved this song since I heard it. Yeah. This is this has long been my favorite song on this album. Time melts away in this living inferno, trapped by a cause that I once understood. Blind obedience carries me through it all. Conscience, a word I learned to forget. Yep. Mm. March on through the rivers of red. Souls drift, they fill the air. Forced to fight behind the crooked cross. Oh, God, what a way to start a fucking song. Uh-huh. That make, this, is a, this is a good punching song. <laughs> this song... Yeah, they're good for that. Oh, yeah, Slayer's great for that. This one was Jeff Henneman, 100%. Mm. Yes. Uh, Jeff wrote the lyrics, and Jeff wrote the music to this. Um, it, this is my second favorite Jeff Henneman song. Okay. Mm. Number one is Angel of Death. God, yep. Good. Oh, good. That's and it has, they both have to deal with the same genre. Yeah. Yep. This it, is talking about Nazi soldiers. Yep. And 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 this is when everyone started saying you fucking Nazis. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I just like history. You know? Yeah, but it, it, this, it's such a fucking amazing song, and you know, I I haven't talked much about the guitar work mm-hmm. on this record, but if you're a fan of Slayer, you don't need me to tell you mm-hmm. how good Kerry King and Jeff Henneman were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when Jeff Henneman stepped or had to step away when he got sick, okay, um, I was a little concerned as to what they were going to do because Henneman was such an in- integral part of the songwriting process of yes. Slayer yes. and is such a fucking great guitar player. But then they bring in Gary Holt from Exodus. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, you done good. <laughs> yeah, and, he's no he's no slouch. No, Gary Holt's fucking a <laughs> killer guitar player, and he held down Jeff's parts, you know, spot on. Yeah. Um. Uh, this the, the fucking behind the crooked cross. It's Jeff Henneman likes to write things about history. Yes. Um, and it's not just. You know, the history, like Nazi history. Henneman was a history buff. Mm-hmm. And songs like this really show that. But this is just a fucking badass song. It's, it's, I, mm, mm, chef's kiss. Good shit. <laughs> After this, we have what would be the end of side one on cassette. We're going to, uh, we, you know, we're going to kick it old school a little bit. Talk about the track listing on cassette. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you hear what Metallica's doing? No. They're releasing, uh, what's that new album, 75? Yes, yeah, 72 seasons. seasons. 72 on cassette. Yep. Nice. Nice. See through yellow cassette. Hey, hey, whatever. Because Lars needs more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to come out with a, a Metallica tape player next. Yeah, they, they will. They, what? Hey, if Kiss can have caskets, Metallica <laughs> can have cassette decks. <laughs> next is uh, another song about... Uh, you know about a, a with a militaristic yes. meaning to it mandatory suicide uh-huh this is a tomarea tomarea's lyrics behind jeff Hen- or in front of jeff henneman and Kerry king's music mm-hmm. the only guy who does not get a writing credit anywhere on this album is dave lombardo really mm. yeah lombardo has zero writing credits on this record huh and you know, like, 
Lombardo, I I was I'm fortunate fortunate enough that I got to see Slayer with Dave Lombardo uh-huh. and with Jeff Henneman. Yeah, and I also got to see them with Paul Bostaff and with uh, Gary Holt. Wow, you know I've seen. Mm-hmm. There's one band that I've seen more times live than I've seen Slayer, and that's Mushroom Head. Mm-hmm. I've seen Slayer, I think nine times. Holy shit. And they never fucking disappoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, killer fucking band. Mm-hmm. Um, mandatory suicide. Uh, do you have this up in front of you? Yes, I do. Well, give me the first lyric. Murder at, at your every, every footstep, footstep, a child's toy, sudden death. death. I got it. Yep. Sniper places you through your knees, falling down. Can you feel the heat burn? Yep. Uh, it, it, it's the, the end of it. The end of it. Tells, you know, mandatory suicide, massacre on the front lines. You know, there's a spoken part in here. Yeah. I don't remember it That's all. That's the very end. And yeah. That, I, I can read it. And if it's you weird want. because I, I don't like spoken word stuff in music. Yeah. And then that's one of the things I hated about the One Poison song. Yeah. I did not care in this one. <laughs> I, I just was listening along and I was, oh, this is just such a great listen. Yeah. That's him describing how he's dying. Yeah. Lying, dying. Yeah. Screaming yeah. in pain. Begging, pleading, bullets drop like rain. Uh, shit like that. Mm-hmm. You're talking about radical amputation. This is insane. Um, blood's cheap. It's everywhere. You know, just all kinds of fucking... The imagery that Tom Araya mm-hmm. puts into his lyrics is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And he writes some of the most gory, violent lyrics yeah. that you will ever read. And it's from a fucking Catholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you know this. This was like this album was really the when Slayer kind of broke, and they could tour properly now, mm-hmm. and they didn't go back to their day jobs when they went on tour. Because Tom Araya, up until Hell Awaits, was a respiratory therapist. I remember you saying something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yep, he was a respiratory therapist, and they toured their first couple of tours, like just in California and the West Coast. The first couple of tours were done in Tom's Camaro and another <laughs> car. No shit. Yep, yep. And then they graduated to a van uh, for hello. <laughs> they graduated to a van for uh, for hello weights or for rain for raining blood. Uh, you know, for for rain and blood, they graduated to the, to a van, and then they finally got to tour properly, like. Hell awaits mm-hmm. South of Heaven yeah. era. Yeah. And this was like off to the races for Slayer. And it's it, fucking love it. You know, it's so good. What did Carrie King do for this? Carrie? Yeah. I don't know what. Well, Carrie was almost he, a he, member of Megadeth. He, he seems like the type that, honestly, it's not the type that work in a metal shop. No. Yeah. Well, he. <laughs> with, with that shit he made for his arm. Yeah. He he might have done something like that. Um, I, I know he breeds snakes now. No, <laughs> he's been breeding snakes for quite a long time. Um, but he's supposedly he's putting another band together. No, oh. really? Yeah. What the hell was the one thing I read that after the first album? He was gonna go do a like do something with another band and and the manager or producer came up to him and says, "Eh, that's really not a good thing to do right now." Kind of talked him out of 
going into yeah. this other side project. Yeah, well, he he almost joined Megadeth at one point. Jeez. Yeah, and I know Kerry King is. Actually, also, I think he did join Megadeth. I think he actually played a show or something with Kerry, Megadeth. Kerry King has done a few weird side projects you wouldn't think Kerry King would do. Or well, maybe it was Hanneman. I'm sorry. I might have been getting them confused. It could be. Yeah. But yeah, you're not wrong, Bill. Mm-hmm. Kerry King has done some side projects you would not think are Kerry King. Hmm. The biggest one that comes to my mind is the License to Ill album by the Beastie Boys. Yep. No shit. All of the guitar work mm-hmm. on that is Kerry King. Wow. Yep. That's it's like, yeah. Rick Rubin produced the Beastie Boys <laughs> Ah, so you had the connection. Yep. We need a guitar player. I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring in KFK. Yeah. If you go back and you watch the Fight for Your Right to Party video, Slayer is in that video. Hmm. Now I got to watch this video. Yeah, Slayer's in that video. At least Carrie is. Yeah, when he, when he had hair and... Yeah, when he had hair. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I got, the, I got the opportunity to meet Carrie King at a Mayhem Festival. Oh, yeah? A few, uh, a few years ago. Super cool guy. Yeah. I mean, intimidating as fuck to yeah, look yeah, at. Yeah. But he's just a chilled out, cool as fuck guy. Well, he, uh, puts that, he puts that vibe out, too. I mean, every time he does an interview... It's almost like they're bothering him with the interview. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but but you signed up for this. It's yeah. Like- yeah. But uh, I mean, fucking Kerry King is, you know, he's one of my one of my favorite guitar players. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always talk. I like to talk about like my favorite bass players. Tom Araya is a very underrated bass player. Definitely. And for the, mm-hmm. like the reason I think that Araya is so underrated is his bass parts are really buried in the mix. Oh yeah, you don't you don't hear a lot of bass at all. You right. are correct. And one instrument I regret I would and I will regret this forever. One instrument I regret getting rid of was my TA500 signature ESP oh. bass. I had the first mm. edition Tom Araya signature bass and I got rid of it. The only fret markers on it, okay? You see how I got, you know, like the Jackson has the shark fin inlays. Yes. And the, the BC Rich has the diamonds. The only two inlays on this fucking fretboard was two pentagrams at the 12th fret and TA500 at the 24th fret. Huh. Yeah. I I'm, I'm miss that bass. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not my Rick, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to side two. Ghosts of War. Another good song. This, this is the yeah, go this ahead. Is, this is this is my my second favorite one on the album. I love this song. Yeah, it, it's a. This is the first time we get Carrie King's lyrics mm. on this album. Oh, he wrote this. Yes, Carrie wrote the lyrics to this, and Jeff and Carrie wrote the music. music. Um, Ghost of War is such a yeah. fucking badass song. And it, it starts off so unassuming. Yeah, it's and, got that lo-fi. Yeah, lo-fi feel to it. And then it, I, I had to listen to it. Like I'm like, wait a minute, I don't remember. The first time I listened, I'm like, is my tape fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, and then it, then it just punches you. Yeah, it just like, I'm like, like, I love this. And, and it, it, it's a good, a good example of Dave Lombardo's rapid fire drumming too. Yep. You know, that guy is just ridiculously fast, unbelievably fast, um, unbelievably fast. And believe it or not. Paul Bostaff, for my money, Paul Bostaff is a better drummer. Holy shit. And I think is faster. If you listen to later Slayer with Bostaff on drums, yeah. 
Ooh. Ooh. Fucking. Ooh. Isn't Lombardo so with Testament now? Dave Lombardo, I think, is playing with Testament again. Because mm. um, Gene Hoagland, uh, ha- he's like Mike. He's like the death metal Mike Portnoy. <laughs> um, Hoagland, or Hoagland has like eighty-five projects going at any other time, at any given time. Mm-hmm. And Testament went out on the on the Bay Area Strikes Back tour. Yeah, and Hoagland had previous commitments. Ah, uh. so they brought in Dave Lombardo. <laughs> He's not Gene Hoagland, but he'll yeah. get it done. Yeah, yeah. But there's not many guys who are Gene Hoagland. Yeah, you know. Uh, Ghosts of War, great fucking tune. You got anything on this one? You got the lyrics in front of you. Well, no, it's just it's it, <clears throat> what more is it about? But just like a, just thinking of an army of the dead. Yep. You know, coming and freaking going after people, and they just you know, uh, what's the one memory? They they can't remember anything but killing. Right. You know, uh, memories can't ignore anguish of before. Satisfy the scorn and rise. Ghosts of War. There you go. Sums it up. It's, yeah, and again, they start off with the second side of the album, cassette or whatever, with just a hell of a song. Yeah. Um, it's it's f- just good shit. Uh, next, we have Read Between the Lies. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, this is another good one. But it, it, Was this around the time Jimmy Tammy Faye Baker? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the televangelists were yep. a big thing at this time. You had uh, Jim Baker and Tammy Faye Baker and uh, Oral Roberts and all these fucking fake-ass TV preachers. Yes. Um, you know, they come on and... Swaggart. Uh, Jimmy Swaggart. Oh. Well, Jimmy Swaggart is who Miracle Man was about by Ozzy. Yeah. Um, and then you have... Oh, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Huh. Miracle Man got busted. But this is like a whole indi- an indictment of... All of the TV yeah. preachers. <laughs> yeah. And this this was written, the lyrics were written by Tom and Carrie. Once again, Tom is a devout Catholic. Yes. And Carrie is a fucking atheist. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the you've got that dichotomy working together to write this song. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's about how these preachers fucking pervert the Bible. You know, and and, and and use their platform mm-hmm. to basically to line their pockets. Yeah, and yes. it's like, and you know what? It's freaking timeless because you still got people like Joel Olstein. Yeah, I was it. gonna say, I, I, that's, it's like yes. no one ever fucking learns. No, dude, there's legit. There is a fucking televangelist out there whose name is Creflo Dollar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Lord. Yes. Yeah, and he's the one that basically, you know, he needs all the limos and all the... Yes, because if I'm doing well, that means God is doing well. That means you're going to do well. Yeah. Then, is this that tiny fucking dude? With I, the weird... Mm. I think he was tiny. No. Just had a weird looking face, I think. About no, his name is... There's two big ones out you there You right Benny now. Hinn? Uh, I, oh, I, Benny I, Hinn. He's another fucking scammer. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, and one goes away, another one will come in. Yeah. It's like, man. And people still are blind to this. You know, and, and, and it, it really saddens me because I'm not a religious person, okay? I'm not a religious person, and I've said many times, I've tried. Mm-hmm. I've tried to have that level of blind faith. Mm-hmm. 
I can't do it. And I can I have the utmost respect for anybody that can do that. I do I honestly respect it. And the only thing I ever ask of anyone is don't force it on anyone. You are correct. You know, and it, it, that level of faith is really something to it's really something to admire because it takes a lot to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, to have that, you know, yeah, I, I, I can't I can't explain it. Yeah, having having the faith is is good. But it's like I said, it's the ones at the top that pervert that. Yes. Yes. And and use it to their advantage. See, religion, if you boil it down, religion is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It is your relationship, your personal relationship with your God. That's what religion is. Mm-hmm. The problem comes when humans get involved and they pervert religion. Mm-hmm. Because humans are, ingredi- are, are inherently two things. Violent and greedy. Yes. And that's why you have songs like Read Between the Lines <laughs> yep. and they're lies yep. and they're fucking true. Didn't uh, uh, Iron Maiden had a song like that too? Yeah. Uh, yes, they do. What the hell was the one with the... It's on the album where he's come breaking out of the coffin. Fuck the one with tail gunner on it. Uh, Holy smoke! Holy smoke! That, that's yep. the song. Holy yes. smoke! Plenty of my, bad my preachers for great, the devil. This great, great fucking album. What the fuck is the name of that album? Uh, no prayer for the dying. That's it. Yep. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite Maiden albums. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Feed him in feet first. This is no joke. Yes. This is thirsty work making holy smoke. Yeah. Yep. I fucking love that song. In fact, he even calls out fucking. Uh, oh yeah. Jim Baker, Jimmy, the, Jimmy the reptile, and all his friends. Yeah. So they're going to be with you at the end. Yep. Oh God. Oh, Next, cleanse the soul. Another fucking banger. This oh, one's oh. Tom Araya and Kerry King on, uh, writing the lyrics. Jeff Henneman writing the music. Fucking killer song. I can't believe Araya wrote this one. Yeah. I mean, it's about a fucking sacrifice. Yeah. Well, uh, he. this is probably more Kerry yeah. than Tom. Yeah. Th- this is probably more Kerry than Tom. But Tom Araya did have a hand in writing this. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's about... Uh, it's about a fucking sacrifice. Plus, yeah. they're, all, they're all about the imagery. I mean, they, yeah. got, they have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. They're, 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 an album it's, called Hell Awaits. I, I'm, think, I'm thinking, I mean, you're, here you are, you're, you're teenage years, you come home with an album that looks like this, your parents see the cover, what the fuck? But he's a Catholic, come on. <laughs> Dude, they later released a record called God Hates Us All. I know, I know. <laughs> which is a fucking great record, oh. by the way. Oh, God. That's one with all the upside down crosses on it, correct? Yes. I didn't think there were crosses. I thought it was were, just there. It was a circle of crosses, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Okay, that was it. And uh, you know, another, you know, an underrated album we should talk about one day. What? Diablos and Musica. Okay. What's that? It's a Slayer record. Oh, yeah. okay. One yeah. of the later ones. Yeah, it was one of the later ones. I think that was after. I think that was after Lombardo left the second time. Mm-hmm. Or no, after it Lombardo left. No, because he left the second time on uh, around God Hates Us All. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have a cover. Yes. Good cover. A great cover. Poison should take notes. This is how you do a cover. <laughs> I, I don't think Poison's covers were at all that bad. They were terrible. You were the only one. Not the only one. You know. Uh, at, at this table, yes, you speaking were. Of, oh, speak, table, speaking of that, Rhonda oh. was 
texting me in real time or Facebook messaging me in real time as she's listening to the episode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. And like literally right after I freaking dropped it, too. Right wow. after I dropped it, she listened to it, and she's live texting me as she's talking about and it. I, and, I'm, and I'm sure I, the man of the people, voice of the people, had the best take ever. No. She what, said, what but, you mean? No. But she did, she did say that we could still be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of bummed out she ran off today. How did we dropped, do, though? Uh, she did, said we did good. Oh, there we go. Um, that's all we matters. uh we dropped well she dropped off my hoagies I bought from Katie mm-hmm. today um her daughter was selling uh hoagies for softball mm-hmm. so I bought four hoagies and I didn't know what time Rhonda was coming by with them so I made dinner anyway instead yeah. of eating a fucking yeah. hoagie. <laughs> but uh anyway thanks for dropping the hoagies off Rhonda I appreciate it soggy um, hoagies tomorrow no no the way they do these hoagies they put the they put the fixins separate. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like a McDLT. Like, yeah, I think it's. I think the company's called R and K. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I got two Italians and two turkeys up there. And right. I got two turkeys here. But anyway, <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> moving on. He doesn't waste the time to insult. He doesn't. No, it it just come. It comes to me. Uh, we have dissonant aggressor, which is a Judas Priest song, correct? Mm-hmm. Off of Sin After Sin, I believe. I'm not sure what job. Yeah, they yeah, they sure they either. did it justice. I'll tell you. Oh that. yeah, except except Tom Araya can't hit those screams. Oh, yeah. So Carrie or either yeah. Carrie or Jeff hit the fucking hit the note on guitar. Yeah, because it, it's Halford. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know Carrie does the or uh, uh, Tom does those fucking pained screams, mm-hmm. like in uh uh. Live Undead. Yes. How much can I take of the pain? The pain! And he hits that fucking scream. Yeah. He does those pain screams super well. But to do the sustained thing like <laughs> no, Alfred yeah, does... It ain't going to happen. That's a little more... That's a little... There's, little probably, there's probably a few takes where he tried. There might be. And, they, and he just said, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Re- Ruben was like, yeah, Tom, that's not very good. I think we should try something different there. <laughs> <laughs> is that how he talks? I, yeah, he's very soft-spoken. Cat. Oh wow, I I didn't expect him to be that. He's very soft. Uh, Tom, uh, no, Rick Rubin's a pretty soft-spoken cat. Yeah. And here's a little interesting aside about about Rick Rubin. You all, you guys know, I'm a huge fan of Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. back in the day, Jim Cornette owned a promotion called Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Okay. You know who the money man behind Smoky Mountain Wrestling was? Come on. Fucking Rick Rubin. Oh, okay. Wow. Rick Rubin was the bank initially helped to bankroll Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Because Rick Rubin is a huge wrestling fan. And his two favorite guys that he met, he went to an NWA show, not the the rap group NWA. Right. The National Wrestling Alliance before it became WCW. He went to an NWA wrestling show at the Omni in Atlanta. And there was two people he wanted to meet, Ric Flair and Jim Cornette. Oh, boy. Hmm. So when Cornette was putting together this thing for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, a mutual friend put him back in contact with Rick Rubin. And Rubin helped to bankroll the promotion. Holy shit. Yep. Damn. But now, yeah, dissident aggressor. If you're going to do Priest, 
do it well, and they mm-hmm. did it. Yes, they did. Yep. I, 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 like Slayer did a full album of covers later on, Undisputed Attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of punk stuff on it. Um, but like Slayer did justice to this. And like the twin guitar thing, Priest was really one of the pioneers of that with K.K. Downing and Glenn Tipton. Yeah. And Slayer takes it to a different level. <laughs> yes, you know, they do. Slayer take, takes it to a different level. Um, but they, you know, I love Dissident Aggressor. I love, the, I love Priest's version. I love Slayer's version equally. And then we have the final song on the album. Spill the Blood. I love this song. This is 100% Jeff Henneman. All right. The, I, I agree with you. Spill the Blood is such a great song. Yeah. Come walk with me through endless time. Yeah, it's, it's like it's oh. like the devil tempting somebody. Yeah, this is what That's it, this exactly is the, what it and is. And at the end, you know, you spilt the blood. Your soul is mine. Yep. This is one of my friend Rob's favorite song. It's a... F- that's, that's one of the things. He liked Spill the Blood and I like South of Heaven. And we just argued about that. Yeah, you oh. spilt the blood. I have your soul. That's how it ends. Yep. But, and this, he screams it, though, too, at the end. Yeah, this is... this. You're right. This is a song about... Satan tempting somebody. Yep. And, you know, I fucking, my God, did Jeff Henneman have a way with words. Yeah, I'll show you sights that you would not believe, experience pleasures, thought obtained. Yeah. See, Satan could tempt me with a sandwich and I'd be on board with that. I mean, honestly. I know. It's but... like, well, I don't have a bad threshold, really. <laughs> it's like, he catches me on a good day and he, you know, he, he gives me a good Rachel sandwich. I'm in. Oh, I'm God. in. Here's my soul. <laughs> I didn't sell my soul to the. I didn't it's, sell my soul, but the devil and I did work out a nice rent to own agreement. <laughs> yeah, devil's like, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't need your soul. I'll get you eventually. All right, just, uh, dude, <laughs> dude. People have told me multiple times, you're going to hell. I said, no, I'm driving the bus. <laughs> get in. That's right. Buckle up, Buttercup. But uh, top to bottom, mm-hmm. top to bottom. This is, there's no fucking dead wood on this record. No. Absolutely not. Nope. No dead wood on this album whatsoever. Dennis, I applaud yes, you. It has become, this has become once again, like I said, back to, back to that 1989, 90, that I listened to this probably the first time and I'm back. That's why I want this on actual vinyl. <laughs> I, I don't, I it's don't like, disagree. It's like, there's very few albums. That's why it took me, it took me so long to come up with, you know, more for the damn bucket. Yeah. And I was like, this is like, Jesus Christ, this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Something with no filler. And th- this is no filler. No. There's no filler on this record. Uh, it's uh, the total length is 36 minutes and 54 mm-hmm. seconds. Mm-hmm. And there is not a second of wasted fucking space. This is probably number two. And my Slayer Pantheon. You know what? I'm I'm actually wondering now because I always like Rain and Blood, right? And um, Seasons in the Abyss, like the, the number number one song. I want that played at my funeral. Love that song. But goddamn, if this one ain't bumping it out real fucking quick. <laughs> you see, my my number one, and depending on the day, it'll swap with South of Heaven. Mm-hmm. But my number one is. Probably Seasons in the Abyss. I fucking love that record. Um, I, I I mean, dude, when you start a record with a song like fucking War Ensemble. Oh, yes. God. You know, I, I absolutely love that album. But this is this is up there. And Dennis, 
kudos, my friend. Kudos. Yep. Um, that was that was the these little one record exercises are pretty fun. That was fucking beautiful. Yeah. I, like I said, I got to listen to it multiple times throughout the week. It's sometimes it's hard for me to do a deep dive if I get busy at fucking work. I can't. I'm done. You know. Yeah. Well. Well, in the last five days, last five or six days, I've had to drive the Loyal Sock three times. How'd that shit ever work out with that fucking pole up there? Oh, the two that fell down? Yeah. Um, well, uh, I guess over the past weekend, I'm glad you asked, because over the past weekend, I guess somebody went out and verified that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't bullshitting. So there was another one that I had questioned but this one was a little closer this was in Mahanoy City uh huh okay now it's supposed to be pole fours getting it, it needs guying okay it needs you know a down guy yes because there's tension pulling one way or another on the pole can you please go out and engineer for guying so I go out here I the, the folks at home can't see this but Jim and Bill can pole four is here the cable is a fucking straight through there's nothing there's no lateral tension in any direction okay okay this doesn't need guying hang on let's go down the line here here's pole five it's a dead end the cable stops here okay okay so now to keep this tension you need an anchor and a down guy at pole five. <laughs> so I call the I call the person say and I let them know. Hey, this uh I think somebody made an error here. Because pole four is a straight through, pole five, the cable dead ends. And there at one time was a down guy and an anchor here, but the the down guy's broken off. Mm-hmm. Well, let me call and find out some things. That was a week and a half ago. Oh, Lord. So this morning, I'm sitting. I'm starting my day doing paperwork. I fire off an email to Sue. Hey, what did we ever figure out? I actually got a compliment. Wow. I got a compliment. She said, you've proven yourself to be a good field engineer. Let's design the anchor for pole five. Well, look at that shit. Almost like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Don't show anybody that picture, then. I know. <laughs> that, listen, it's, it's listen. like a stick man. We, we, we see you got the artistry in your family. <laughs> like, My sister. Jesus Christ. It, yeah, it looks, like a, it looks like a stick figure see, with like a really weird boner. See, this is why. <laughs> what the fuck? He's not wrong. <laughs> this, this, this is why I don't do these drawings by hand. I get them to... I get... I get, I get Sam or Rucci. Some I got you know one of my drafters. Yeah. To send me, hey, I need a map for pole such and such at GPS such and such. They send me that fucking map. Yeah. So then, I go okay. There's already a circle there. There's a circle there. So I cross out the circle to signify that that's getting removed. Yeah. Then I put a red circle next to it to signify the new one's going in, <laughs> and I type everything up, and it's nice, nice. But yeah, um, oh, I, 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 I fucking know what I'm doing. But I had to go out to, like, this is going to turn into another shit show, this loyal sock thing. I got that one done, right? Yeah. So 
a couple of miles away, but still in Loyal Sock. Now, the way Verizon works is if the office, if the central office was a former Bell Atlantic office, okay, okay. the Bell Atlantic engineers and drafters will draft and design. All right. If it is a former GTE office, us contractors will design and draft. Okay. All of the Loyal Sock offices and the surrounding areas are former GTE. So, if I get a pole replacement, I'm supposed to design, like, the way it's always been is I'm supposed to design the replacement, not just get PennDOT permits. Correct. I did two this week. Permit only. Okay. Is what they said. Permit only. Emailed the boss. Sean, these are former GTE offices. What do you want me to do? Well, they say permit only. Just do permit only. Eric's not getting bit in the ass for a 120-mile one-way trip. Yeah. I got the fucking... I got all the info I need if I need to design this shit. (laughs) I'm not going back out there again if I don't have to. Yeah. Like, legit, yesterday, my first job... I went to Loyal Sock again yesterday. My first job was 100 and... No, no, I didn't go to Loyal Sock yesterday. It was the day before. Uh, or was it yesterday? I don't fucking know. Days run into each other. Yes, they do. My first job was 111 miles away. Yow. To look at one pole. Mm. Yep. Jesus. 111. It was, yesterday was another 230-mile 200, day. <clears throat> so it was all said and done. Change it up here a little bit. You guys ever see the movie Black Phone? Yes. No. That's fucking awesome. Me and Jimmy watched it on Saturday. It's fucked up. Yes, it is. It's a fucked up movie. And and at one point, uh, spoiler alert, at one point, he didn't get to talk to his buddy who right. stuck up for him. And I said to Jimmy, I said... He's not going to make it. And Jimmy goes, why? I said, because he didn't talk to so-and-so yet. Yep. And sure as shit, he got caught, blah, 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 blah. And Jimmy says, pause the movie. He, he sits on a, he sits on like a, a seat closer to the TV. And he's like a regular, like a computer chair. And he spins it around and looks at me. He goes, did you see this before? I said, no. He goes, well, how'd you know that was going to happen? I said, because he didn't talk to his other friend yet. There's one kid left. That's right. Deduct- it's deductive reasoning. Oh. It's, it's about a it's about a, a kidnapper, Bill. Who, and who plays the kidnapper? Son of a bitch! What's his name? Bill Skarsgård. No, 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 oh, no, no. It's not Bill Skarsgård. Uh, he was in fuck. Oh, he has a he has a daughter with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Hang on. Anyway, it's about this guy that kidnaps kids. All right. Um, and the last kid he kidnaps. His sister happens to be, what would you say, like a, 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 a she can see things in her dreams. Like a, almost a clairvoyant. Yes, almost a clairvoyant. But what's weird. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, that's it. The, the only thing in this, in this soundproof basement is a mattress and a black, black old rotary phone on the wall. This takes place in, what, 78, 79? Yeah. And Ethan Hawke tells the kid, you know, the phone don't work. You know, and you can see it's clearly disconnected. You pick it up, you get no ringtone or nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, throughout the movie, the phone rings. 
and the kid answers the phone, and here it's all of the previous kids that died are giving him tips on what to do. Hey, I tried this. Uh, if you go here, you know, I started digging a hole here, this, that, and everything else. And it goes all the way through until, you know, the end of the movie. But it's, 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 it's a really good movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, is, it does take a while to get going because Jimmy was like, this is, I don't, I'm not liking this. Yeah, it's, then, it's a slow burn. Once it started rolling, holy shit. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that people watched, did either of you guys watch the new South Park episode yesterday? No, I did not. You need to watch it. <laughs> no. I stopped watching the South Park years ago. Oh, dude. Me what was Jim, it on? Me and Jimmy are rewatching it on HBO. Comedy Central, probably. Com- uh, yeah, it's, no, uh, no, no, no. I mean, what was the subject matter, you turd? What was well, it I'm going to stick up for him. That could have been No, it could have. Yes, what it was it on? Comedy Central. <laughs> well, yeah. But now but now you can uh, you can find it on, I think, HBO. On HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yes. Um. The subject matter. You remember Cartman's little, uh, the little Cartman Cupid? No. Cartman had a little Cupid that came out in Valentine's Day. All right. Well, he's, oh, no. He, he's back. But now he's a disciple of Kanye West. He's Jesus Cupid. Christ. He's Cupid yay. Jesus. Okay. And. Oh, my. Token and <laughs> Kyle. Are making TikToks, okay? And Stan Stan's a little bit upset because it's like he's lost his best friend. Yeah, he lost Kyle. He lost Kyle. And Kanye has been saying some very inflammatory things lately. Yes. Okay? And Cartman says about how cool it is that a person like you can talk to a person like Kyle. Given that the blacks are, you know, and he's saying about the blacks being the true Israelites and this, that, just a whole bunch of Kanye West's fucking nonsense. Oh, no. It, the episode is so fucking good. And South Park is up to their subversive shit again. <laughs> I love it. It never stopped. Well, they never stopped. Because, well, yeah. like, Cartman starts a thing that Kyle runs Hollywood. What? Okay. Okay. Well, that that was one thing Kanye said is the Jews run Hollywood. Oh no. Yes. All this shit came out about Ye. You know. Well, the dumb fuck. Done. He he went on Alex Jones's show, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that. He. Did you see the guy he had with him? The guy who just couldn't stop laughing. Uh, there was three of them, but I didn't. No, the the ultra conservative, ultra MAGA guy that Kanye had with him. Then no, because I thought it was it, Kanye. Wait, like was all covered up. Wait, Kanye went on an Alex Jones show. Yes, like the guy that said about lizard people. Yes, and got sued over Sandy Hook. Yes, mm-hmm. he went on that fucking show. Yep. Yeah, e- even Alex Jones. Was How is that show even around? Even Alex, because there's a because there's a the people will just feed into that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. If Randy was down here, Randy would know because Randy listens to to a bunch of Twitch streamers that talk about this fucking clown. Um, but the guy's like ultra MAGA, white supremacist as fuck. Okay. And he's with Kanye. And he's with Kanye. Okay. Okay. Um, Holocaust denier, 
The whole fucking schmear. And this guy is on Alex. This guy made Alex Jones say, dude, you need to stop. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, that's why I saw the clip because I was like, somebody actually, like, they found Jones's limit. Yeah. Hang on. I got to find this guy's, uh, I guess Nick something. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the crazies still got a platform as long as they're, it's just okay. But that's the only reason I saw the clip is like, because I said, somebody made Alex Jones uncomfortable. I said, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, how does that? And I'm like, wait, how does the guy that says things turn to frogs gay? This, yeah. This guy? Yeah, fluoride turns the frog gay. Yeah. But fucking, this guy made Alex Jones go, what the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this South Park episode was kind of riffing on what, Kanye's been up to <laughs> and it was oh my god it was so funny and there's a new Be there's a new season of Beavis and Butthead mm. right after uh, they're on Comedy Central now right after South oh, Park oh really yes so um, I will be watching that as well um, I think I have Paramount for them the, it's all on Comedy Central now huh. so um, the other album I shot you guys I was sitting, I'm, I'm driving this once again on the fucking, on the loyal sock trip, right? And I just have my, I have what's uh, my daily mix, mm -hmm. right? I, have a, I just hit a daily mix on Spotify. And a band comes up that I have not listened to since I was in high school. Oh my Lord. Yes. They are a band called Lawnmower Death. Mm-hmm. D-E-T-H. Yes. Um, think if... You put it very well, Jim. If... if um, Scatterbrain. Scatterbrain were a British thrash metal band. I was also thinking of Psycho Stick. Yeah, kind of like it that, was, too. It just reminded me of that. And, it, you know, I'd say it wasn't terrible, but it was also like, what the fuck? I had a pause halfway through. It took me two days to listen to this. I mean, thrash metal... Singers are hard enough to fucking understand what they're saying. Yeah, but when you got a fucking Cockney accent, yeah, on you top got a of it, thick fucking British accent. Oh, it's gone out the window. But some of the song titles are great. The song titles are fucking hilarious. Yeah, weebles uh, wobble, but they don't fall down. Oh yeah, snook perv happenings in the snooker hall. Cobweb lady meets Mister Smelly Mop. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and you know what? I I watched it on YouTube. Well, listen to it on YouTube, and the comments. You know, it's hard for me to understand what a troll is anymore. It really is. <laughs> when when people are putting comments like, this is the greatest album of all time. I'm like, of all fucking time? Of all time? Is this, <laughs> I mean, really? I didn't, even, I didn't even, I couldn't even listen to the live I, stuff. I, I mean, skipped right yeah, past I'm that. I'm, I'm reading the comments. It's like, oh, my God. This, this, I played this, this until the tape wore out. What? Uh, yeah. Are you fucking serious? And what, there's like 30, 35 fucking songs. Now, granted, some of them are only like, 10 seconds long. Yeah. Oh my god. If you don't if you don't got legs, don't come crawling to me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now as again, it wasn't a terrible actually it wasn't a terrible album. No. No, they do a they do a killer cover of Kids in America. Yes, they do. But but when I'm when I'm reading the comments, I'm just like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? The one song I loved in her, what was it? Satan's Trampoline. Yes. That was a fun song. That was but the one the one right before all the live stuff some kind of something mix it was i think it was stress something mix 
Oh, that just went off. I had to fast forward. I had to skip that one halfway through. That was like all techno shit in the middle of that. Yeah, I listened to it all the way through, and I was just like, okay. And I, at first, you know, I wasn't going to listen to it because, well, the first track sounded kind of dumb. <laughs> they and, all and, did. I, and I was, yeah, but no, the first track really sounded dumb. Yeah. And I was going to stop listening to it and just say, you know what? I didn't have time. I, I personally. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm going to do this, Frederick. You know, my favorite song on there, and I love MOD. I'm going to preface this by saying I love MOD. Okay. And SOD. But there's a song on there called FAT. Fascist yes. and Tubby. Yeah. yeah. It's about Billy Milano. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the live version. This is another song about fat bastards. In fact, this is about fat bastards called Billy Milano. Oh, Lord. And the the uh, the the chorus is, you fat bastard, you fat bastard, you fat bastard, oi. You fat bastard, you fat bastard, you fat bastard, oi. Fascist and Tubby, fascist and Tubby, fascist and Tubby. Yeah. I fucking love Lawnmower Death. But that I, I was just driving along and fucking Kids in America came on. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I have not listened to Oh Crikey, It's Lawnmower Death in years. <laughs> and that's the name of the album, that kids. That was another yeah. song, Oh Crikey. Yeah, Oh Crikey. And it was like, Seventh oh, Church Crikey. Of, and then there's Seventh Church of the Apocalyptic that Lawnmower. That that's a good. great song. I like that song. Um. But speaking of fascists, I did find the guy's name that Kanye was hanging out with. Okay, I'm glad you went there. Yeah, the fucking the fucking clown that this guy now this this he's been deplatformed by everybody. Okay. Um he used to do live streaming on Twitch and YouTube and all kinds of other shit. They've all fucking disavowed and deplatformed this clown. <laughs> His name is Nick Fuentes. Fuentes. Yes. Nick Fuentes, he's got a Hispanic last name. Yes. I couldn't I couldn't pick the guy out of a lineup. I don't know what he looks like. But he's like violently white supremacist, misogynistic, just a total fucking shitbag. And this is who Kanye's thrown in with. Oh my god. You know, and that's that's where the South Park episode was. Because Kanye, when he was on the Alex Jones show, I guess he had a like a face mask on or some bullshit. Well, it was, no, it was it looked like it was covered a sackcloth. Right. He just he looked fucking weird. Yeah. Well, Cartman appeared on a talk show and had the same thing <laughs> oh, on the South no. episode. Yes, and he's yeah. I'm doing a good doing a good Christian with you. And they they like in the episode, Cartman is equating being a good Christian with anti-Semitism. <sighs> yes. Oh, my fuck. I mean, they've taken the piss out of Kanye for years, but this is like next level shit. Mm. And it was really fucking good. Um, I, I, I applaud. I applaud Trey Parker and Matt Stone for having balls the size of fucking grapefruits. Yowzer. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was fun stuff. So now let's get on. Let's move on to the next order of business. Shaky, shaky, shaky. Mixy, mixy, mixy. <laughs> Stick your hand in Alexi's bucket. Don't Bill? Look for colors. Don't look for colors. No, I can feel colors. Yeah. These guys gave me shit because I used all the blue post-its. And they give me shit about it. I didn't get a blue post-it. Okay. The album is... Uh, Hold on. Hang on, she shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, you can't. Well, no, uh, first off, okay, 
I'm, I'm gonna. It's uh, the album is Power Slave, but I this band doesn't exist. Who the fuck is Maiden? Iron Maiden, you fucking well, fucking right, Iron Maiden, that asshole. How do you know it's me? <laughs> because it's your fucking that's your fucking friend, <laughs> Doug Wargo. Yes, I know, yeah, I know. I, know, I know Doug. Iron Maiden by okay Power Slave by Iron Maiden, <laughs> as well, be a good suggested go. by Doug Wargo. Now, do we want to do one or do we want to do two? I think we can do two because it, they don't take. They don't. Yeah, they yeah, won't and, take and, long. Yeah, and especially talking about them don't take that long. Jim, turn. No. I don't want to. I, I will listen to that one on vinyl. Oh, I got two. I you got two. fucking dumbass. Fucking no! It's you putting a what tape on the outside? Eat shit. It's another one of mine. It looks yes, like. it is. You put the shit on the outside too. Downward Spiral, Nine Inch Nails. By Jess Sanders. Oh, Jess Sanders. Oh, good. Too good. That's a good one, I got to write these down because okay, I'm going to yep. fucking forget. Yeah, so, for n- so, so next time, no, kids. Shoot a text out. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll fire off a text. Um, the next two albums we're going to re- review. Power Slave by Iron Maiden, as suggested by Doug Wargo. Thank you, Doug. And my favorite Nine Inch Nails record. Is that the one with Closer? Yes. Yeah, I have that. The one. Downward Spiral. Suggested by my friend Jess Sanders. Jess, good pick. This is gonna be a fun. This is gonna be a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Power Slave. I'm gonna listen to. I'll, I will listen to that one on vinyl. But I don't have the. I don't have uh, Downward Spiral. Wait, which one did you say? Downward, Downward Spiral. Downward Spiral. I have Pretty Hate Machine and Broken. Nice. I don't have the Downward Spiral. Yeah, Downward Spiral is good. Good fucking record. Yes. Um, this is gonna be another fun one. Woohoo! Yeah. Industrial and power metal. How about it? Yes. One of the few industrial records I actually like. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Nine Inch Nails at all, but there's so much good shit on the Downward Spiral. Yes, there is. I, I really enjoy that record. Um, and I'm going to thoroughly enjoy this, uh, you know, th- these reviews. Does, does that have hurt on it? Yes. Oh, oh shit. What? Sorry, nothing, nothing. John, <laughs> I like Johnny Cash's version. I know, that's that's what I thought of, yeah. I like Johnny's version. Even Trent Reznor says, I wrote this song, but it's not mine anymore. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. But, um, yeah, so that's going to be, that's this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, li- I kind of like this idea. And, guys, feel free to just bring fucking suggestions to throw in the bucket. You said five. Well, if you want to do more, do you more. You bastard. I was fucking going back and forth between so many. So bring more. Well, I know we're going to have more. I was going to add a six one, but I'm like, nope, I'm stopping at five. Especially if we're going to do I two. I thought you would get mad. But no. I don't want to, I don't want to, you don't want to oversaturate our stuff with fan stuff. Right. That's another But you thing. can't tell the difference. My stuff is fan stuff. I'm the voice of the people. No, you're the voice no. of the brainless. Did you have Power Slave? No. Okay. But Did I you have... have did you have the downward spiral? No, but I could have. There, you're not the voice of the no, people. No, I am the voice of the people. Well, what am I the voice of? Like <laughs> chaos. You're the voice of chaos. You're like that static you hear on the TV when you put it to the wrong fucking channel. What the fuck? What? Where'd that come from? He's not wrong. Well, no, it comes. It comes from the, the. It comes from the fact that there's like noise, and it goes. Are we going to talk about a polarizing subject? This is a journey into (laughs) sound. sound.
All right, boys. Uh, that was fun. Uh, thanks again, Dennis. I really, really dug this election. And we probably could have done two this week, but we wanted to talk about our concert experiences. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jim, uh, I'm sad you didn't go with us. Oh, so am I. Trust because, me. Because it would have been... It would have been fun. I know. But on the other hand, I'm really happy that you got to do that with Jimmy and your dad. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy and my dad had a fucking awesome time. That's great. And I'm 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 very happy that you guys got to do that because that's uh that's you know, that's a memory I, that Jimmy's I, always gonna I, have. I had a laugh. The, 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 the last song they played was uh the last song Total played was Africa. And right before it they played Rosanna. Yeah. And he's just sitting there mumbling through because he really doesn't know what he took. And he hears this song. He fucking jumps up, takes his phone out, starts taking video. Oh, he dude. Goes, I know this one, too. I'm like, all right. Oh, dude, you should have... The, the, if you would have been looking around, I'm sure when Africa started, like half a PPL center had their phones out. That place... This is the other thing I was... I have never seen that place so full. Well, it was sold out. Do you remember where we were sitting? Yeah. Like uh, across the way, even up at the very top... The, in the the fucking yeah those those little VIP boxes the, yeah the, the VIP with boxes like the four rows yeah they were all fucking packed all the way around I couldn't fucking believe it yeah they they sold it out they sold out the PPL Ooh. but uh, you know I honestly Randy and I talked about this um, we talked about this after the show he asked if Anthrax could play PPL you know like if they could fill PPL. So I went and I looked at the at the uh, capacities, capacities, and Wind Creek is around is just shy of four thousand. Uh huh. Is what it says for a standing concert. Wind okay. Creek is just shy of four thousand. PPL is like a ten thousand seater for a concert. Yeah. PPL is like a ten thousand seater for a concert. I don't. I I I don't know. Could I, you think Anthrax could fill PPL? Oh man, that's a tough one because I don't know. I hmm. my heart says yes. I want to say they could, depending on who also is with them. None of that, and depending on oh, could where okay. else they play. Right? Could that bill fill PPL? The bill we saw. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I think I think a lot of people. I really don't think Exodus. There's Exodus fans, yeah. That, but, but they're not coming to see Exodus, right? And and Black Label has their own segment well, of fans. Well, well, Black Label usually when they came around, Black Label was playing the Sherman. Really? Yeah. Black Label's played yeah. the Sherman quite a bit. I think someone like Megadeth and Anthrax, yeah, could probably fill. There, there was a nice crowd there for Lamb of God and 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 Megadeth. Megadeth yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I'm. I'm I'm waiting for I'm waiting patiently for 24 because if they come around because uh, Scott said that they're coming back yes and there was the, that was Anthrax's first time in that hall really yes Zetro forgot that they played there who's Zetro the singer for Exodus. Oh yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Zetro forgot oh. they played there. This is our first time in the first time in this building. We played this area a lot before, but this is our first time in this building. I said no, it's not. I saw you here with Slayer, dude. Yeah. He said, wait a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, good shit. Um, we had a very good time, and we need to, we really do need to get something to record these road trips. Yes. 
and cutting, you know. Because there's a lot of goofiness that happens, especially now. Once again, I think we need to include Rob on a lot of this. Well, once again, it's it's sometimes always with the food stuff. Yeah, either not finding it, find (laughs) not getting near it, choking on water. Who choked on water? You. What? I never. But yeah, I think we need to we need to have a little recorder running when we uh, when we do these road trips, and include Robbie when possible. Okay, because <laughs> Robbie makes life more fun. <laughs> All right, gang. So that's been that's been uh, our week and Slayer South of Heaven. Until next time, this has been Oh No Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm Jim. See you later, motherfuckers. <laughs>